pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Well, police say this is the case of a 58-year-old woman who shot and killed her adult son and daughter inside her home apparently yesterday. The woman then shot and killed herself. It's a story breaking hearts from Cobb County to Atlanta City Hall. Marcia Edwards is the woman on the left, the mother of daughter Erin and son Christopher. Police say the mother fired the shots that killed all three Wednesday night. We didn't hear anything. There was no sign of any, you know, violence happening. Or... Talia Cartal lives next door to the Cobb County condo police visited Wednesday evening. Cartal is a neighbor who'd gotten to know and appreciate the family. I mean, just a really nice family. Um, children, Aaron and Chris, um, had exceedingly promising futures. Just really bright, nice, kind people. A mother from a prominent Atlanta family, shoots dead her son and daughter. This is just hours after she posts to Instagram following her return from a vacation to Italy. I could not ask for better children. What happened in this wealthy, gated community of Vinings Park East this woman guns down her two children, her husband, a prominent orthopedic surgeon. And this is just hours after posting photos on Facebook regarding her vacation in Italy with her daughter. Prior to that, she had been in Miami with her son. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us. Take a listen to this. Marcia, the mother who fired the shots, had been married to Christopher Edwards, a surgeon who leads the Atlanta Housing Authority Board. The family is also longtime friends with Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms. Aaron Edwards was an intern in the mayor's office last summer. Chris Edwards was a current employee in the mayor's communications office. In a statement, Bottoms said in part, Derek and I joined the greater Atlanta community in mourning the loss of three members of the beloved Edwards family. Chris and Aaron were beautiful, vibrant, and brilliant young adults whom we had the pleasure of knowing their entire lives. They filled the lives of all who met them with joy, compassion, and kindness. Well-educated, fantastic, wonderful, just bright people. Um, yeah, which makes it, the, you know, 
a lot harder mm. just to understand where, you know, what went wrong, what happened, yeah, what caused just... this snap. I don't know if I'd refer to it as a snap um, because under the law, isn't this right with me, our renowned defense attorney, Jason Oceans, joining me out of New York, when you have the time to go get a gun, to load the gun, to point the gun, to pull the trigger, I mean, intent under the law can be formed in the twinkling of an eye. She killed both of her children. She shot them dead around 6 p.m. in the evening. Uh, that's plenty of time to form intent. Yeah, absolutely, Nancy. Uh, you know, there doesn't seem to be anything that uh, you know, intervened in some way to be some sort of, you know, uh, factor regarding that, uh, and not that we're aware of now. So it, it, it does seem to some degree that there, that there was an element of planning uh, to this or preparedness at the very least. Joining me right now, an all-star panel to break it down, put it back together again, to CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter, Dave Max. Start at the beginning. Dave, what happened? Police were uh, called by Dr. Chris Edwards. He's an orthopedic surgeon in Atlanta, one of the most well-known doctors in Atlanta. And he called them about a welfare check because he hadn't gotten up with his son, 24-year-old Chris III. Now, Chris didn't show up for work that day, and Dr. Edwards had been trying to get up with him. And when he couldn't get up with him, found out he never showed up for work. That's when Dr. Edwards called the police and just said, hey, would you mind going and checking my ex-wife's condo? Because I can't find my son anywhere and can't get up with my ex-wife. I can't get up with my daughter. And that's when the police showed up at 6 o'clock that evening. Take a listen to WSB reporter. This is Tom Regan. Still a lot of unanswered questions on this triple shooting that happened here at this townhome complex just a few blocks away from Cumberland Mall. But as you referenced, we have, through a family friend, been able to identify the three victims. They are the former wife and the two adult children of, as you mentioned, a prominent community leader and surgeon. That is Dr. Christopher Edwards. He is an orthopedic surgeon and chair of the Atlanta Housing Authority. Uh, detectives have left the scene here for now, but I want to show you what it looked like late last night. Uh, police and detectives were going through the area looking for evidence and interviewing neighbors. Uh, police were called here to do a welfare check around 6 o'clock last night. That's when they found the three bodies, uh, two adult women and a man inside a, a townhome here at the complex. At this point, police are not saying whether they believe this is a case of murder or murder-suicide. Uh, they are still investigating this. This uh, triple shooting obviously has shaken many in this townhome complex. We'll be working throughout the afternoon to get more information about the shootings and a possible motive. To Dr. Robbie Ludwig, psychologist joining us from our Facebook Live program at Times Square. Dr. Robbie, question to you. I, I don't necessarily think that this was a snap moment. And I don't know if you recall covering this case with me or not, but there was a mom, her name Julie Schenneker, about the same age as Martha Edwards, had two children, not tots, not infants, because, Robbie, we see a lot of moms that murder small children. I mean, I could list them on and on and on. I mean, Andrea Yates is a perfect example. Deanna Lacey, another example. But in these two cases, the children are older. She just got on an Italian vacation with the daughter, Erin, and she had been down visiting the son, Chris, in Miami. In the case I'm telling you about, Julie Schenneker, her children were in high school, and she was irritated with them for talking back to her. So she murdered them. She was also angry at the husband who was in the military and was gone all the time. 
I, I think this was more revenge and hate of two wonderful children, Dr. Robbie. I don't think she just snapped. Well, clearly she did snap, but there could have been and probably was some severe character disorder or mental health issue that she was struggling with. How about just plain old angry, well, revenge, yes. fed up, frustrated, worn out, bitter? How about that? Well, that's not a mental defect. Well, that's true, but, you know, hopefully if you're feeling that degree of anger and you are somewhat stable, then you can cope with that rage and neutralize it to some extent. And you don't act out in murder. Otherwise, we'd have a lot more people murdered than we already do. But I agree with you, Nancy. This motive appears to be all about revenge and feeling that she had no life without this husband and not wanting her husband to have these two kids she she is punishing him and, and punishment she certainly induced by killing her two kids who sounded like fabulous people and killing herself which eliminated all future possibilities dr robbie now you know how i feel about you and your family right but have you ever heard the phrase flip-flop because that's what you just did and i mean you did it in a spectacular fashion you said that this was mental defect uncontrollable rage and anger, bitter resentment. You can't have it both ways. Legally, legally, you cannot. Jason Oceans, under the law, there is no defense of snapped. That is a show on oxygen. Okay, my TV home. There's no such thing as snap. You don't just snap. You act out of rage. Rage is not a defense under the law. Bitter, bitter that her husband had divorced her and he was a, a, a star in the Atlanta social elite and going on with his life as a, 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 an orthopedic surgeon. Bitter. I don't know what took over this woman, but snap. And you can quote me on this. This is technical legal talk. Snap Nancy, ain't a defense. I, Nancy, I agree with you. Snap. Snap is never a defense. Uh, but uh, clearly she did. Uh, and uh, as a result of oh, that. Uh, no, no. You and wait, Robbie. Wait, wait. Second verse, same as the first. No, you can't say there is no snap, but she did. No. I, 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 I'm not using that in a, in a psychological term, which is clearly what she did. But, yes, this was rageful. She committed murder. Uh, and uh, as, as Dr. Robbie said, revenge or whatever was motivating her, you said it as well. She was, she was angry at, at, at the life and wanted to deny her husband the ability to have any connection to it. So uh, the fact that she snapped doesn't take away that this was, seemingly premeditated uh, in, 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 in many respects, having them both together at the same time. They were in different places over the summer. One was interning up in New York. So I, I do believe that it was planned and, uh, you know, uh, took that moment and whatever it was and, you know, went forward and did it. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Marsha Edwards' Facebook page is filled with images of her children, Chris and Aaron. She shared several pictures celebrating her son Chris's birthday in June, calling him her best guy and her daughter Aaron her best girl. And within the last few days, she posted multiple times from a trip to Italy with her daughter, sharing dozens of photos and videos over several days, visiting famous sites, smiling, toasting, and posing for the camera. And in July, Marsha posted pictures from an Independence Day trip to Destin with her son Chris. 
Marsha also posted about Aaron's internships with the city of Atlanta and CNN. She shared articles Aaron wrote while recently interning for NBC and traveled to New York to see her over the summer. Aaron's page shows she was studying at Boston University. She frequently tagged her mother in posts, sharing pictures of them together and writing how proud she was of all her mom had accomplished when she was honored in April as a small business owner and community leader by the Women Works Media Group as one of Atlanta's 100 most powerful and influential women of 2019. Wow. Just before two brutal murders, mom, Marsha Edwards, posts on social media about how she enjoyed her vacation in Italy with her daughter. That ain't cheap. Sharing pictures in Vatican City, Rome, Venice, toasting, quote, fortunate to have dinner at the Vatican after our tour. Okay. The very same day as the killing, she posted to Instagram, I've had the best summer, first with my son Chris in Miami and Aaron in Italy. I could not ask for better children. Okay. Before I get to Dr. Tim Gallagher, medical examiner for the state of Florida, just drink this in for a moment. How do people get so caught up? And, you know, some people are caught up in money. Obviously, these people were rich because uh, Vinings is huge. I've driven through there before. In fact, I had my twins, one of their Easter photos taken with bunnies at a little, what do you say, boutique in Vinings. And I felt like a dog upstairs. I mean, I knew I was not supposed to be there. And I got that picture and left. I mean, the homes are like castles on these rolling lots, you know, wooded, gated communities, the whole shebang. So these people are lacking for nothing. So many people all caught up in the trappings, the money, the society, the prestige, position, what car you drive, what clothes you wear, what home you live in, what's your zip code. Long story short, you also see it when you show off your children. And now I'm guilty of this. I'm not too hung up on my beat-up minivan or my cowboy boots, but I have been proud of my children going, oh, John David did this, Lucy did that, blah, 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 blah. And you can see Marsha Edwards touting her children like they're trophies. My daughter's at BU. My daughter had an internship at NBC. My son this, my daughter that. Did it go too far? And did she not get what she thought she deserved back for all the years she devoted to her children and husband? Dr. Tim Gallagher, before I go into the thinking of moms that murder their children, how do we know? And this is the medical examiner for the state of Florida. How do you know from the angles, the trajectory paths, the entry and exit wounds that she killed Chris and Aaron, her son and daughter, not that one of them killed her? How do you tell that? Well, that's always a, a, a tough decision to make. That's always a tough uh, assumption to make. Um, you have to look at the circumstances that are leading up to the, um, the crime itself. Uh, you have to inspect the, the crime scene very carefully. You have to look for the blood trails. Was there a struggle? 
um, is there is the house secured? You know, are they inside of a locked house? Is there any sign of somebody else being involved? Is there anyone is another sign of somebody breaking into the home? Was it a, was it a robbery? Can you eliminate that? You know, um, fingerprints on the gun would certainly help if the if the weapon was recovered. If it was her fingerprints on the gun and only hers and the children's blood on the gun as well, then that is certainly compelling evidence that it was her that committed the crime and nobody else was involved. Also, for instance, if the just imagine Jeff Cortez, a former FBI special agent, just imagine, mm, let's pick on Jackie Howard here in the studio. If she's sitting there at the radio board, as I call it, all the equipment in front of her. She got her headphones on. She's drinking her coffee because my instant coffee is beneath her. Say I sneak up behind her and I shoot her in the back of the head. I would never do that, Jackie. Just know that deep inside. But you can tell, Jeff, that the victim can't shoot themselves in the back of the head. Hey, that's physically impossible. So, for instance, the gunshot wound is in the back or the back of the head or the back itself. That tells you right there that they were not the ones that did the killing. Yeah, that's that's correct, Nancy. Uh, You know, as the doctor had mentioned, uh, you know, the the crime scene analysis is going to incorporate uh, a look at everything from uh, gun gunshot residue, uh, gunpowder residue on hands, shirts, uh, trajectory of well, bullets. Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm drinking from a fire hydrant here. Jeff Cortez, you're the FBI special agent. You got to dummy down for the rest of us. Explain how and under what circumstances gunshot residue can be found. Uh, sure. So uh, through the analysis of a crime scene, uh, when, when a firearm is discharged, uh, gunshot residue is ejected from, from the gun and it will spray on, on the hand of the person squeezing the trigger. Uh, and depending on the distance between the gun and the person who is being shot, there could also be gunshot residue on the shirt or pants or, or head or face of the person that is being shot. So that could give you some sense of uh, trajectory and, and identify people involved. Guys, we are talking about a a beautiful mother of two children, Chris and Aaron Edwards. They were young adults. Why kill them? Why now? Apparently, there is no doubt that mommy did the killings, whether it's from where the victims were found, the nature of the gunshot wounds to them, uh, the trajectory paths. I mean, was one asleep? Was one sitting at a computer with their back turned? We don't know. Police are not releasing it, but we do know mommy pulled the trigger. And it doesn't matter how rich you are, how connected you are. Murder still happens. Take a listen to 11 Alive's Doug Richards. Marcia, the mother who fired the shots, had been married to Christopher Edwards, a surgeon who leads the Atlanta Housing Authority Board. The family is also longtime friends with Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms. Aaron Edwards was an intern in the mayor's office last summer. Chris Edwards was a current employee in the mayor's communications office. In a statement, Bottom said in part, Derek and I joined the greater Atlanta community in mourning the loss of three members of the beloved Edwards family. 
Chris and Aaron were beautiful, vibrant, and brilliant young adults whom we had the pleasure of knowing their entire lives. They filled the lives of all who met them with joy, compassion, and kindness. Well-educated, fantastic, wonderful, just bright people. Um, yeah, which makes it, the, you know, a lot harder mm. just to understand where, you know, what went wrong, what happened, yeah, what caused this snap. Stories with Nancy Grace. Can you tell us about the investigation? So at around 6 o'clock tonight, Cobb County Police Department uniform officers were dispatched to 3206 Nobility Way in reference to a welfare check. Upon arrival, they located three deceased inside the home, all adults, two females and one male, and it appears that it's from gunshots. Um, as far as relationship goes, it appears they live in the household, but we haven't confirmed the specific relationship between those inside the home. It's active, it's still an investigation, and we don't have any further details at this time. Is this qualified as a murder-suicide? It's still under investigation. Is there any obvious signs of a break-in? I don't have any information on that. Are we looking for anyone tonight? It's still an active investigation. The approximate ages of the victims? They're adults. I don't know the ages. All three are over 18? All three are adults. Say it again. It's, 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 what was the mix? All, I'm sorry? What was the mix? It's two females and one male. Um, you said was there the was weapon a weapon recovered yet? I don't know. It's, there's still investigators inside the residence. You said there was a welfare check. What, had it been a certain time frame that folks hadn't heard from these people? I'm not sure what prompted the welfare check. I know that that is what brought officers to this location today. You are hearing a police conference. After two children, Chris and Aaron Edwards, found dead, the shooter, Mommy, what led Marsha Edwards to turn the gun on her two children? They seem to have it all, lots of money, uh, social prestige, great schools, Italian vacations, the works. And this is just after Mommy posts to Instagram, I could not ask for better children. Take a listen to our friends at WTVM. Look into the case of a mother who police say killed her two adult children and then herself. Police are calling the incident a double murder-suicide. Dr. For Christopher Edwards, a Columbus native and the son of Dr. Delmar Edwards, who is the first African-American in Columbus, is still grieving after finding his two grown children and ex-wife dead in the mother's Atlanta home last Wednesday. There will not be a public viewing, but the funeral arrangements will be held at 11 a.m. on the 28th at Cascade United Methodist Church in Atlanta. You know what that tells me to Dr. Tim Gallagher, State of Florida Medical Examiner, that they very likely were shot in the face or the head. When there's not an open casket, there's usually a reason for that, Dr. Gallagher. Uh, that is generally it. Um, the damage done by that sort of attack would certainly not invite itself to an open casket funeral. Um, I, I, I feel awful about this. You know, these are some of the worst possible crime scenes to attend. And um, it's, it's just an awful, awful story. You know, I keep hearing Jason Oceans and Dr. Robbie Ludwig saying that she, quote, snapped. She, quote, snapped. Dr. Robbie Ludwig 
What do you think about potential resentment over her husband who divorced her succeeding and being taken back into high society while she continued to be alone? Yeah, I mean, I think alone is a very important point here. We don't know what she found out. Maybe she found out her ex had a new girlfriend. Maybe it was a new younger girlfriend. But what's interesting about killing adult children versus younger children is I wonder if this woman felt like everybody was leaving her at the same time. Everybody was having a new life at the same time except for her. So when your kids are in their 20s, then they're kind of going off into their own future. They're more independent. They have their own lives. And it sounds like this is a woman who was preoccupied and had a fear of being abandoned. And now everyone was going off to have a beautiful future except for herself. And that's where the suicidality can come in. And, of course, the revenge comes in. If I can't have a life, then I'm going to make sure that my kids don't leave me and that my husband is punished. To Jason Oceans, New York defense attorney, weigh in. Well, clearly, Nancy, from from the end result, uh, this was uh, something premeditated, at least in thought, uh, if, if, if not in action. Uh, something that she contemplated and, uh, you know, clearly uh, waiting for the right time that they would all be together. Uh, you know, the weapon there, uh, they have separate lives. And so there was something going on uh, that, uh, you know, uh, uh, that was a trigger and then, you know, waited to pounce. Um, I, don't, I don't know, you know, we're using the word snapped and I've used it, but something did uh, along the way. And, uh, and, and, and there we have, uh, you know, a double homicide and a, a suicide. It's not the first time a mom has murdered her children. Here's a seminal case that brought the issue to the national forefront. Rusty Yates prays and hugs his family at a candlelight vigil in front of the courthouse where his wife, Andrea Yates, was convicted of capital murder for drowning their five young children last June. We, the jury, find the defendant, Andrea Pia Yates, guilty of capital murder as charged in the indictment. Yates showed little reaction in the courtroom to the verdict, but according to defense attorney George Parnum, Yates is upset. Very upset, very upset. Rusty Yates dropped his head in his hands and cried at the verdict. On the opposite side of the courtroom, Yates' mother, Karen Kennedy, appeared visibly shaken. After 17 days of emotional and often heartbreaking testimony, jurors took just three and a half hours to reach their decision, all but one avoiding looking at Yates as they returned to render their verdict. We're hearing about Andrea Yates, who murdered five of her children. So often we see that the children are younger in age, tots or infants, when the mother murders them. If you guys recall, in the Andrea Yates case, her husband, Rusty Yates, was a religious fanatic, and he eschewed, I, I recall he was highly educated, maybe as an engineer, and um, he eschewed all belongings, and he took his family and made them live in a school bus for a period of time. Can you imagine a mom alone all day with five children living in a school bus is the way I remember it. Talk about frustration. She ended up murdering all five of her children. So let me ask you this to Dr. Robbie Ludwig, psychologist. What's the differentiation? That mom killing very young children, which is typically what we see here, like in the Julie Schinnaker case out of Florida, the children were up in age. These were young adults, Aaron and Chris. 
Well, I, I think the difference here is, first of all, Andrea Yates was psychotic, so she truly did not know the difference between right and wrong. Whoa, 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 wait, wait. I don't know if you recall the facts, uh, all of them, Dr. Robbie, because she intentionally waited till her husband went to work that morning. She locked the doors so none of the children could get out and nobody could get in. She took the children one by one away from each other so they couldn't help. The children couldn't help each other. One, the, the tiniest child, the little baby girl, was covered in bruises where she tried not to be drowned dead, fought back, but she was covered in bruises because her mother held her down. She then laid them out formally on a bed and then called 911 and said, I've done a terrible thing. Now, in my mind, that shows she knew very well what she did wrong. And remember, a jury found her guilty, but mentally ill. Okay, guilty. Okay, not insane, which you don't know what's wrong at the time of the incident, but guilty. G-B-M-I, guilty, but mentally ill. Well, there was something in that case, right, where there was a mental illness that was not being addressed. She was not allowed to take care of herself or her mental well-being and had postpartum psychosis. That could be a reason in some cases. In other cases, it's because the children are somehow in the way of the mother having the, the life she wants to have or the boyfriend she wants to have, and, and, the, and the kids are very demanding. And the woman is, let's say, in some cases, was not allowed to have an abortion and so engages in a murder after the fact or after the child is born. This is something very different. It sounds like this woman had a character disorder where she was preoccupied with being left and being abandoned and probably was highly erratic. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Well, police say this is the case of a 58-year-old woman who shot and killed her adult son and daughter inside her home apparently yesterday. The woman then shot and killed herself. It's a story breaking hearts from Cobb County to Atlanta City Hall. Marsha Edwards is the woman on the left, the mother of daughter Erin and son Christopher. Police say the mother fired the shots that killed all three Wednesday night. We didn't hear anything. There was no sign of any, you know, violence happening. Or Talia Cartal lives next door to the Cobb County condo police visited Wednesday evening. Cartal is a neighbor who'd gotten to know and appreciate the family. I mean, just a really nice family. Aaron and Chris um, had exceedingly promising futures, just really bright, nice, kind people. You are hearing 11 Alive's Doug Richards talking about Marsha Edwards, who shoots and kills her son, Chris, and her daughter, Erin. The neighbors talking about the family. And if you notice, they'll talk about how accomplished and educated the family was. That did not save the children from deaths at the hands of mommy. Why do moms kill? This is an extremely unusual case because when moms kill, they normally kill children that are very, very young, infants or tots. We were just talking about the Andrea Yates case, but then there's the Deanna Laney murders. Deanna Laney murdered her little boys, eight-year-old Joshua, six-year-old Luke, by beating them over the head with a rock. 
slamming it down with all her strength against her child's skull, both of them, Luke and Joshua. She tried to kill their youngest son, 14-month-old Aaron, in the same way. He managed to live but suffered intense, serious head injuries. Now, according to Lainey, God ordered her to murder her children. Okay, Dave Mack with me, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter. What more do we know about this mom, Marsha Edwards? Actually, we know a lot, and here's what we're looking at is that the post that she made about the vacations with both her children over the last year, it almost was like a goodbye tour, like a farewell tour, because, see, she only made about $200,000 a year in her own business. Whoa, Five wait, years- wait, wait. What, what did you just say? Did you just say she only made $200,000 a year? Did that just come out of your mouth? That is a yes-no question, Dave Mack. Yes, ma'am, it did. Only made well what do you think alimony and child support is dave mack for pete's sake the husband's an orthopedic surgeon and that was him giving some press conference about athletes she's got you know she's got her own background as a medical doctor but five years ago in 2014 she left his practice and started her own company i looked it up and when you actually look at the business of her company which is a medical supply thing um she's the only employee and they reported earnings of pre-tax $200,000. Now, we don't know anything about alimony or child support. Robbie Ludwig, Dr. Robbie Ludwig, Dr. Robbie, uh, alimony and child support, that's just a given with wealthy people. Of course, there's alimony and child support. Well, there may not have been child support because the children are older. So once the kids are adults, I do believe in, and listen, it may vary from state to state, but I don't think this had anything to do with finances. This had to do with being left and that this mother did not feel she had anything to look forward to in her life. And the rest of her family did. Her husband may have had a younger girlfriend. Both her kids were going to go off and have their own careers and their own futures. They were all leaving her at the same time, and this was something that she simply could not have happened, and she could not tolerate, especially when she was probably profoundly depressed about herself and what she had available to her moving forward. So what we see uh, very often with Instagram, and, and when you go on an adult trip with your adult children, any mother knows that there are moments. There are moments that really don't go well. And sometimes the posting is about how you want your life to come off, how you want your life to be. It doesn't necessarily reflect the reality, but it reflects the hope of how you hope other people will view your life and how you want to view your life. Dr. Tim Gallagher, medical examiner for the state of Florida, what does this scenario tell you? about the violence involved in these murders? Well, the crime scene can certainly tell you about the violence of the attack. Um, Some things that we look for in our medical examiner's office is how many times were each of the victims shot? Uh, Oftentimes, um, in times of a very high emotional stress, we'll find that the victims are shot quite a number of times, um, 10, 20, 30 times, something that we call overkill. And this is an emotional reaction uh, that they're having at the time that they're killing the person, that they tend to overkill them to keep shooting at them even uh, when clearly they are deceased. So that is an emotional release that they have uh, during the act. Um, Other things that we look for is the 
severity of the defense wounds were were the victims uh, violently defending themselves were, is, does the place does the crime scene show a um, uh, really disturbed or ransacked type apartment or ransacked type uh, a condo where they were so uh, all of these things when put together can show the circumstances leading up to the fatal act and the emotion that was involved that may have triggered the fatal Jeff act. Cortez, the former FBI special agent, weigh in. I think uh, at this point in the investigation, uh, much of the emphasis is going to be on determining motivation and degree of planning. Uh, you know, they're, they're going to want to understand at what point, uh, you know, the, the gun was acquired. Uh, they're going to be looking at emails, uh, text messages between the family members, talking to the husband, neighbors, friends, uh, and looking to, as, uh, you know, I think Dr. Ludwig, Ludwig uh, insightfully uh, outlined, uh, uh, looking for uh, the motivation behind it all, the uh, the extent of the planning so that we can identify red flags in the future that might be helpful in stopping these types of crimes from happening uh, to other families. Jason Oceans, defense attorney out of New York. What do you think? Uh, a, a, tra a tragic occurrence uh, for the city. Uh, certainly, uh, uh, the focus should be on people being aware of, uh, of what's going on around them. It, it, when it's premeditated within a family in, in, an, in an aspect of crime like this, uh, people have to be more alert, see something, say something. Uh, I, I think that's critical. I think uh, Dr. Gallagher talked about that and uh, certain triggers. Uh, that's really the preeminent aspect uh, of the takeaway from this. Uh, a tragedy, uh, perhaps that couldn't have been avoided, but we'd like to think that going forward we can do better as a society in uh, in being alert to mental health issues. We wait as justice unfolds. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friend. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 you know what i'm saying like it could have been like easier and a lot of people have asked me like how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple and what else was it gonna like that's what the song wanted thanks for listening to this episode of the crew call podcast on deadline hey sarah i love that spring break vlog you posted on zigazoo omg you watched it yeah it was so cool I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.